Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Rungan Radio. That's One World. You will know why we intro that later on. If you don't know already, our guest tonight is Nikki Nichols. Before we get Nikki on, we're going to do a couple of announcements as usual. Try to make it fast for you. First thing you need to know, if you're not in the loop, is that Todd is going to be on tour this summer. All the information is at trconnection.com. The quick way to get there would be to go to trconnection.com backslash tour backslash T2008. He's going to start in Hawaii for his birthday on the 22nd of June, and then he is going to go to Wisconsin, Ohio, California, Oregon, Washington, and Virginia, and Colorado, all over the place. So be sure to check TR Connection out if you want to see that. Another thing you can find on TR Connection is information on the Toddlehead, which you are looking at if you're looking at our homepage. That is a Todd Runger bobblehead. It rocks. Check it out by Googling Toddlehead, one word. And the first thing up will be the TR Connections page that they did for me for the Toddlehead. Got to have one of those. Don't miss out. If you are confused or anything, just shoot me an email at rungrenradio at earthlink.net, and I will steer you in the right direction. Speaking of tours, Chasm Sultan, our buddy, he's been on the show several times, Todd's normal bass player except for the upcoming tour because he'll be with Meatloaf. He has a solo show May 17th. That is at Johnny D's in Somerville, Mass., which is near Boston. That is going to be a great show. A lot of people are going to turn out for that one. A lot of Chasm fans flying in. A lot of the people in Boston that haven't seen him in a while will be there. That will be a good time. So if you're in the area or have time to get out there, May 17th, Johnny D., Somerville, Massachusetts, Chasm, Sultan Solo. And we're going to go even further back. Stooky of the Naz will be doing a show. He's calling his band Naz, and this is tomorrow night at Lickety Split in Philadelphia. That's at 8 o'clock Eastern. So if you're in the Philly area, go check out Stooky. He was also a guest on the show, a very good one, as a matter of fact. And their music is quite entertaining. I would definitely encourage you to go check it out. And last but not... Hello? Hello? Nikki, hang on now. Doug, I was talking talking to my dog, (laughs) Wallace. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, Rungan Radio 2 is our last announcement. It is at Rungan Radio and the number 2.com. After the show, check it out. You have to download a player but it will give you all the information on that website. It's over 50 interviews with Todd. It's unbelievable. If you can get it to work, it doesn't work on Macintosh. If you have any problems, just shoot uh, them an email at their support. At uh, You can find it there at the website. Basically, I'll keep it there. All right, and last but not least, Nikki, we're going to have a campaign tonight where we're going to get all the lyrics corrected that say Mickey instead of Nikki. They say Mickey with an M. The correct is Nikki with an N on the One World song. Are you excited about that? Yeah. 
<laughs> no, it's good to be correct. <laughs> there you go. Let's play that clip right quick so everybody can listen close and you'll hear it. You'll hear Nikki in there. Here we go. How about that? Immortalized in a utopia song, One World. Nikki Nichols. How's it going, man? Hey, Doug. You doing all right? I'm curled up in the living room with pugs. <laughs> How many pugs do you have? Three. Pugs. Two fawns and black. Yeah? Here they come. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway, so I'm happy you called. Happy I called. Glad to do this. Yeah, we're excited about having you on. It's going to be a lot of fun tonight. If you want to call in at 646-716-9262, we'll chat for a little while, and then somebody will get the courage up to call, and then we'll have some fun with that, too. But you are all over the place, man. I've learned a lot about you hunting you down on the Internet, and uh, people probably don't know that you've been an actor, a set designer, all kind of stuff. We'll get into that later. First, tell us what you're doing now, because it's been a while. I think most Todd fans, Utopia fans, it's been a long time ago. And they want to know what Nikki Nichols is doing in 2008. Uh, interior design. Uh, I'm at a friend's house in Portland. I came to visit and ended up sick. So I've been here for six years. No, <laughs> it's a geezer time. I never thought I'd be a geezer, but uh, it kind of caught me. But anyway, I'm, I'm happily happy in Portland with my dear, dearest friend Jeannie McGuire Coleman and her family, and it's wonderful here. And and uh, I work in New York. I'll go to New York, work, come back, and uh, it's great. It's uh, I'm very happy, and I'm so happy to reunite with Todd. I mean, we've never been that far away. We see each other every 20 years or 10 years or something. But I've seen him recently. It was truly wonderful. So you say reunite. You are referring to the Hawaii trip because I know you're going, right? Oh, yeah. We just got our house, Hala Mana or something, Hala Mana. It's Excellent. very near Todd. So you're bringing your friend, did you say Jeannie? Jeannie, and bringing my friend Sandy, and my friend Anna, and her nephew, uh, Will, 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 whose father did the film uh, Intersection that was with Todd in 1971. Wow. So they're so coming. I think, they might, I think they might be bringing a surprise. Oh, I can't say. <laughs> oh, oh, man, you get way ahead of yourself tonight. Anyway, but so we are there. You're bringing a crew. What about the pugs? What are they going to do while you're gone? Uh, the pugs are being babysat. Excellent. But if I could bring them, I would. But it's yeah. just like. It's a little bit of a flight for dogs to go all the way to Hawaii, I think. They don't have. I think there's quarantine and they don't have any hula skirts. So. All right. Well, if you're looking at our t- our page on Blog Talk, you'll see the advertisement for the book A Dream Goes On Forever and you'll see Todd in the infamous as BB uh, called it peacock outfit which yes. he was responsible for we're going to talk about that tonight some people absolutely love it and they get it and they just can't get enough of it and some people absolutely hate it so we're going to look at both sides of the argument tonight and have some fun with it because it was uh, quite a moment in history for Todd Rundgren so we're going to have some fun with that Nick and we'll play you a clip um, <laughs> from some commentary from Andy Partridge about the Utopia outfits. We'll be talking about that, of course. Anything else going on currently with you? Just doing your your regular gig, interior design. Anything else happening? Just my regular gig and living and having a great time. Having a good time. Excellent. Yeah. We already got a caller. We got our history aficionado of Utopia, Bill Bricker, I believe, on the line. Bill, you here already? I am here. All right. Give it <laughs> Hi, up. Nikki. How are you? Hi. Who's this? Uh, my name is Bill Bricker. I've just been a Todd fan since about 74, um, and I've been 
very, very much supporting what Doug has been doing with Rundgren Radio. Uh, so there's a lot of times he's, he came, a, came along as a fan quite a bit later. Right. So I well, think he was, I'm, born, he was so, born three years after you, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so you're, I heard you say something about geezers or something. Yeah, I'm definitely kind of in that, in that stage myself. Oh, I'm definitely so, not. It's just like it's like I don't know. It just happens, and you go like, I didn't practice for this. I didn't. There were no rehearsals, and then it gets like you know, duh. But anyway, no. I, but I'm great. I'm you know. Are well, you gonna I be think, in Hawaii? Oh yes, yes, definitely. I was. Uh, it's funny when I saw the the invite. I was first like, oh, that's nice. You know, like this might as well be an invite to the moon. But then all my friends told me like, listen, I've been listening to you talk about Todd Rundgren for. Thirty years, you're going. <laughs> so well, Cousin, cousin, cousin called me and said you can't miss it. You can't miss it. So yeah, I think it's going to be. Who knows he is? <laughs> oh God. Well, so Bill, I was I was curious about. I mean, I know that you. Um, I've seen many of the glam spreads that were done, and Todd has talked about how he just kind of put himself in your hands. But I was curious about whether or not you whether or not you conferred with Todd about what you were going to do and how are you going to do it. And also, the one question I had for you was, were you involved in making the Venus de Milo Todd um, poster in Cream Magazine? And was I, that I with the know. outfit Was that the outfit from uh, Carnegie Hall? Well, the, in uh, Cream Magazine, it was a very simple presentation of Todd as Venus de Milo and they aired oh, the marble the marble painting. No, I wasn't involved. Okay, that wasn't you. Okay, but it, it was out there. It was another one of those like strange out there things. And I thought, well, you. So no, it was I'm wonderful. curious about how much Todd, how much Todd had input in terms of, you know, what was the inspiration for especially the, I think BB actually called it the man-eating peacock or something yeah. like that. Nikki, <laughs> uh, he, he just used the word strange for your stuff, just in case you didn't catch that. Yeah. But yeah. you know, no, our 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 whole existence was creative. Everything fed everything. It was all, you know, it was a totally creative time, and every, it seems a, a great many people's lives. And and uh, you didn't really need to confer. It was just happened, you know. Just everybody what was doing happened what they, was what they kind of odd about it is Bowie did it, and everybody ate it up, and Todd did it, and there are people in his professional career who say that ruined his career when he showed up in this strange outfit doing Hello, It's Me. I mean, Paul right. Fishkin just says it straight out. You know, Todd had these balls of steel and would do anything, but he said that ruined it. So, I mean, but I, you guys weren't thinking about it like that. You're just like, okay, anything goes. No, we were having fun. We were having fun. We, it wasn't like you didn't ask to ask, you know, anyone what to do. You just sort of did what you do. Mm-hmm. And. And when did you start with Todd? How early? How early on? Because he kind of he did something, anything. And did, had you heard of him before? I mean, what was yeah, yeah. Like? But it was '71 that I think. See, I I, I kind of miss a few of those years because I was there. Uh, yeah. '71 <laughs> <laughs> uh, was when I did the rhinestone outfit that was in the in the film Intersection. And so I can't remember if okay. the, if the pheasant outfit was before that. I think maybe it was seventy. It was nineteen seventy. Hey, real quick. Okay, that was the, that was a year before that. Yeah, real quick. The chat room's open. Refresh your page if you can't see it. Uh, sorry about that. It was a couple minutes late on that. But uh, Bill, tell um, Nikki if you don't mind. 
because I believe you were involved in the decision for that picture to be on the book, um, A Dream Goes On Forever. What what the thought process was behind that? Um, I wasn't necessarily in, involved with the decision. It was it was already in progress. I knew about it before it, it got put on there, uh, and there was already debate in the Todd community. There were people that just think that that's weird and don't like Todd being presented as this weird guy. And there are other people that go, that's the most famous Todd picture that there is in that outfit. And, the, um, and I was definitely on the page of saying, hey, that represents the first part of Todd's career in a way because it's the turn. There's like all this pop stardom kind of things. Now, when you mentioned a secret outfit, is that the one that's on the back of something, anything? Yes. Okay, and so this had to be after that because this didn't happen until like '73 was the peacock and yeah. the and the wild drug trip, you know, with with the Wizard of True Star. So it got <laughs> it turned more and more. But that I really didn't realize you had been with Todd for for longer than that, moving up yes. to that time. And there was a glance. We'd have to ask. We'd out. have to ask Bean and Todd about because I lived in at Mikala with them and was working and making and I was living in the barn at Billersville working on making costumes and numerous people coming through rehearsing and while I was working. It was an incredible time. But I'm not really sure of the years of that. You'd have to ask Bean about that. And yeah, well, I hope she's at the at the party. Maybe we can get yeah. some other notes conferred and things like that. So uh, did you stay with Todd until it went on to the video stages of things, or how did he it, was how just did start? He was out? starting. He was starting all that. He was highly into computers already in that early time, and they were going, you know, what's going on? And he was going, well, this is, you know, just he was, so, you know, he's always been brilliant. So, but uh, no, that was all, and then started at Mink Hall. And, it was a wonderful time. So, uh, what was it that what was it that j- drew you on into other interests and away from from being actively interested and in, in, involved with Todd's uh, costuming and things like that? Oh, I it just it was a natural progression. I mean, it just things moved you know on, and I think I went to India and Thailand and lived there for two and a half or three years, and you know. Oh, just, where in Th- where in Thailand did you live? Bangkok. All right. Uh, yeah, I I uh, actually was in middle school in Bangkok, so it's a really. I live in Soi Yinakot Song. I was on Soi Fifteen. Soi Wow, small world. Yeah. <laughs> which one? Which street were you on? And this was all oh, Sukhumvit Sukhumvit Avenue, Soi Fifteen, the International School yeah. in Bangkok. And we could take that's like a whole different trip. I guess we shouldn't shouldn't go off on that. <laughs> I think we shouldn't go off on our old address. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, stay on stay on Todd for a little while anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what other? But what I'm, other, anxious, um, I'm anxious to, uh, to to meet somebody who remembers everything that happened. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't think. Let me. I'm let me pretty sure Todd doesn't. Yeah. Todd doesn't remember either. You ask Todd, like, I don't remember what I decided this morning. You're trying to ask me what I thought ten <laughs> years ago. Forget about it. You know, so I had a please print up. Please print up a pamphlet so I'll know what's happening. You know, yeah. and then you've got things like BB's book where it's chronologued in a certain way, but then those are BB's recollections, and that seems to. Um, let me put it this way: it's hard to find corroboration for all the, all those, uh, those <laughs> meanderings. But she apparently kept a journal. She kept a journal. I guess, and, yes, uh, the, wor- the world according to BB. The funniest <laughs> thing BB ever said. Uh, to, BB said, "Oh, I hope I die young." I said, "Honey, you better hurry up." <laughs> <laughs> That's cold. 
<laughs> well, what was that? Time. What was that like? Did BB ever get involved in what the ideas would be about what the what the costuming would be? No, not really. Everybody, everybody was just—it was exciting, you know. Everybody was uh, would hang out, and things would just evolve. And uh, that—I think the the beginning of that feather outfit was done in Sausalito at Bruce and, Bruce and Jessica McCauley's house, and the the rhinestone outfit, which hasn't been seen, was done in the Chateau Marmont, the penthouse where we were for uh, a year, year and a half, working on that film, and among other things. Uh-huh. And, so here you go with that film again. Hey, let me put, <laughs> Bill, I'll put you on hold just for a second, because i got another call I want to check with right quick. 440, are you with us? Oh, see, I knew if I waited too long, I was going to lose them. All right, call back 440. Um, all right, let me get Bill back on here right quick. Uh, Bill, you're back. Uh, okay, great. All right. All right. So you mentioned the penthouse. You're talking about the the uh, New York apartment then, that um, was a great party central. I mean, Bibi describes that in her book as this great be in place. They would always have these fabulous parties at the at their apartment in New York, and it was a multi level. Right. They had some kind of stairway inside the apartment itself. Right. And she describes it as I was talking, that was, I was talking about parties. Hollywood. Yeah. No, there were some parties. I was talking about Hollywood, the Chateau Marmont, though. So, okay, different place. Yeah. Um, but was he talking? Is she talking about the townhouse that Todd had? That's that's I guess what it is. I mean, I don't have it. I was never there, so I don't I don't know what she's referring to. But it seemed like there was a a big party scene in New York with everybody that they knew. And she she described her and uh, and Todd as like this sort of rock royalty of the of the era. Uh, which might be a little overstated since people still don't know who he is. But um, <laughs> but the ones who did and who were there. So would you go like on tour with them too and do the applications all the way through the shows, or how was that like? Oh yes, oh yes. And then at the end of every tour, they got me, <laughs> emptied the makeup trunk on me, helped uh. me down. So. <laughs> There must be photos. Maybe Susan Lee has photos of that. She was Todd's wonderful manager at the time. She made everything very easy. No telling Susan Lee, you said? Things. Yeah, Susan uh-huh. Lee. Yeah, I remember that name. Yeah. No telling how many of these photos are going to show up in Hawaii. Yeah. Bring them all. Bring them all. I would love to. Bring it on. In all of those. Yeah, so I want to yeah. see them all. That's great. Um I'm trying what? to think what kind of right. interrogation is over. Take us some more, Bill. Come back in a little while. Okay. Fair enough. Very good. Bricker, you still there? I'm here. All right. Holler back at me in a little while, will you? All right. Now, can I still listen on the phone even though you're going to cut me yeah, back? Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I'm right. not Bill. on the computer. All right. Nice okay. talking to you. I'll All right. see you in Hawaii. Aloha. He's still listening. Bill Bricker from ToddBatter.com. Interrogating my friend Nikki Nichols here. Show's over. He's asked every question there was. Just kidding. All right, Nikki. So we have talked about the peacock outfit. You know it made it on the uh, cover of that book. And after that, I guess that was – after that's when they did the Utopia tours where you did all the outfits, I take it, right? That was before right. then. And then we went – then you followed Utopia. How did you get involved in that in the first place? How did you meet Todd? And then how did they say, okay, we want you to come do our outfits for us? Oh, through Bruce McCauley and Jessica. 
and they were like, you know, great Todd fans, and that, and you know, it just was a natural progression that we met, I guess, and we hit it off. Yeah, and then yeah. back in that time, there was um, that that kind of um, those outfits were kind of getting popular, I guess, in, in um, some cult circles, I guess you call it, not like a polygamy cult or something, but you know, kind of the um, um, you know, some of the groups in the California areas and different places. Um, is that right? That was kind of popular. I saw you know, on a video, Lou Reed did it, David Bowie. It was kind of the thing for a little while, for about three years. Right. It was glam, like pre. It was more glam than glam, I think. But it was like <laughs> it was more art dressing, I think, at some point, you know. Then it was like putting art on stage instead of just clothes. Yeah, so when Todd and them hired you, their their idea was to go in this direction, or did they just say, "All right, we're going to do"? What? I mean, they knew when they when they brought you on board, that was kind of the direction they were going to go in for a little while, right? Would you? Yeah, say? I, th- I, th- I I say it was a natural progression. We there was no real plan. It was never a plan, and it was just. Well, I think the first makeup I did was probably the feather makeup for Todd. So. Yeah, it was. It was. So I mean, he he obviously liked something about it, or he wouldn't have brought me on board, right? <laughs> yeah. So what was the reaction that you got from him and other people around when this thing hit the television? I just didn't know we were ruining his career when we did it. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a matter of opinion, but yeah. <laughs> you could have fooled me. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do okay, with him. Go. Except for some time, where well, there was like one midnight special that some woman complained that he was naked and that his body had been painted. And she didn't want her daughter to ever watch that show again. And, and <laughs> some airbrush jumpsuit or something I'd done. It was quite, you know. But uh, well, would, would it be safe to say that most of the glam stuff got popular back then because from about 1969 to 1972? You had the group, the Cockettes, that were doing this in the most extreme fashion of this the the, the glam dress up and uh, putting on you know different I guess drama musicals etc. And that was pretty big in, in certain circles and and it kind of moved on to the celebrity status I guess. It uh, did. Is that kind of where it got started? Yeah. Well, that, yes. I mean that was it was like a, a it was just a. A free spirit. I think it was very psychedelic. It wasn't like hardcore or anything. It was like very psychedelic and free spirited, and it was just it was creative, and there were no limits. You didn't have to answer to anyone, not even yourself at times. So, <laughs> some wild times back then. It was wild. Yeah. So you traveled on the road with them, I guess. What were some good uh, fun? places some good stories you got anything that uh happened on the road that you can recall uh no, no, nothing i can recall i'd be lying <laughs> yeah but you yeah. know we always t- and we would take like big hotel suite or something and then we would cook and people would think my god do you live here or what and we always always did flowers and stuff in the dressing room and in the hotel and we'd cook and 
it was like it was great. You know, you know, we go out a lot, but there were just it was like people loved Todd. They were like it was never like a, a crazy scene. It was always like very respectful and cool. So, were you involved with any of the Utopia guys outside of the the ones that people look at as the four? You know, Roger, Willie, and Chasm and Todd. How do you mean that? Well, did you were you around any time when uh, Frog Labot or Moogie Klingman were? Oh yeah, Frog, like Frog, you know, I were like friends forever, very very close for years yeah. and years. What was he like? And uh, his son and his wife Alon and his son Maya. Always, I still see to this day. Like I speak to them every, you know, frequently every week or something. So. Mm-hmm. And, and what I see was, him what was he like? He's, oh, he's wonderful. He's he's still doing his his you know madman musical thing all over the world. Yeah, he was record, He was he was recording uh, choirs and organs and he had keys to Notre Dame. He could record there anytime he wanted. And he's quite he's brilliant. And, the frog. We're trying to get him on. We may have him on pretty soon on the show. We are finally have found him thanks to some help from Mr. Nicky. We appreciate that. And then Moogie, uh, did you have some interaction with Moogie a good bit? I made Moogie a suit that was made with printed with onions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Moogie. I saw Moogie would see him like not every day but frequently in New York, you know. Did Moogie wear this outfit? Oh yeah, and it was like a them. a tan a tan suit with red onions all over, printed all over it, and then there's a t-shirt with an onion on the front, and then I had like the uh, roots were in uh, like strings hanging from the onion. That was perfect. Oh well, that's, <laughs> I can I'm see sure there are I'm sure that. there are photos. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's see if we can track some of those down. We got a call from, I believe, New York, 347. Uh, yeah, hi. Um, my name's Tamerlane Phillips. I'm Papa John of the Mamas and Papas. Son. Hey, can and you turn my, your computer down? Hey, can you turn your computer down? Oh, yeah, could you turn the computer down? Show's delayed. Okay, sorry. Uh, basically, um, uh, I just wanted to say, you know, I'm here with Chate, Nikki, and we just love your work. You made Todd Rundgren's career, man. And you're one of the heaviest geniuses I've ever met in my life. Oh, and uh, we're sending you a lot of love from New York, and I, I hope you come to New York City this summer. Okay, Matt. Okay, baby. All right, bye. Bye, man. Thanks. Thanks for calling. I wish I could keep it on, but that, that's driving me nuts. If you call in, folks, you got to turn your computer down because it, the show is delayed and it makes a lot of background noise. So that's somebody you know there, Nikki? Tamerlane Phillips, John Phillips from the Mamas and Papas. Yeah. That's his son. Excellent. And with Genevieve Waite is his mom. Genevieve Waite with the famous album Romances on the Rise. Mm-hmm. That's a, a round that you really should hear. It's fantastic. There you go. Am I plugging other people on Todd's show? <laughs> you do it. Get after it. No, that's good. We'd love to promote. And the good thing is now you've had, you know, we've got, like I said when the show started, you've got the love and you've got the hate. It just depends on what people think about the outfit. So, We'll be talking about that, of course. Anybody calls in can get, can weigh in if they want, but uh, can you filter the hate? I can't take it. <laughs> Hate's maybe a strong word. Okay. How about, uh, you know, no, I think it's. Um, I think for the most part, people get a kick out of it. It's just something. Uh, one thing about it is, it's kind of like the argument you say. 
you know, uh, bad press, any press is good press, you know, whether it's good or bad. And, and there's one thing that most people know about Todd, and that's that outfit. So, you know, at least you'll be remembered. That's more than you can say for a lot of people, right? Well, Albert Grossman called me a poet once, so I don't, <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't think I'm going to, like, fight with that. There you go. Well, now, we haven't uh, had a lot of people on that knew much about him or got to know him much. Did you get to meet him a lot? Were you around him much? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Quite a, we were around him quite a lot. So what was he like? It, it was wonderful. Extremely intelligent, extremely good taste, brilliant, a great cook, and a, his beautiful house, and... Janice's old Porsche, the painted Porsche, sitting in the driveway, and it was a very cool time and a cool, and a cool place to be. Woodstock. The painted Porsche. What? What do you mean? How was it painted? It was all psychedelic painted. It was the one, the famous Porsche that she had in San Francisco. Is that right? For my time, man. I got to check that parked, out. You weren't even born. Psychedelic and, Porsche. And, but it, it, it was parked in his. Todd would know what years that were. Anyway, but yeah. He oh. was parked in his driveway for uh, a long time. So where did you see Grabman? Was he hanging out with y'all going to shows or anything, or what was the story with that? Just this was in the, uh, when you weren't touring, or when, when did you see him the most? Oh, he would show. He would show up. No, mostly in Woodstock. We'd go to his house and stuff, or he'd come to the barn, or you know. And, and did he, you get to was, uh, take it? You met Paul Fishkin. Of course. Yeah. Fishkin's the one who was bad mouth in the peacock outfit, by the way. Oh, Paul Fishkin. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> he, has, he has little else to bad mouth. Where is he? Where is he? Is he going to call? Fishkin is in California. I had talked to him and unfortunately didn't record. I was uh, talking to him for the Runt show. And uh, oh. he's got a new uh, company he's working with. I think it's E, and then the number two, en to go dot com, I believe, was some kind of entertainment thing. So he's still out and about. That's and uh, did you know Mark Nathan by chance? Did I'm sorry? You know Mark Nathan? Do you remember him? Mm, not really. No. Okay. I, he, he I was probably. A, I probably. He was a young kid back then that was uh, went in and talked to Paul and ended up getting a job going around kind of to radio stations and promoting the Run album. It was kind of an interesting story. No, no, I don't remember that. Cameron Crowe, you remember, from uh, Rolling Stone, that was always a great fun. When yeah. he would show up show up at shows, he was always wonderful to be around. So he'd come I, there, and y'all bring him on backstage, and he'd party. Yeah, he was a big Todd fan, and he was a, he, I'm, great, I'm glad he had great success. He deserved it. He was a really fine guy. So before then, he wasn't that big back then when uh, oh, he Todd was, was touring? Was, uh, he worked for Rolling Stone as a... Reporter, yeah, but now he's huge. I mean, he was his, you know. Oh no, he was wonderful. Yeah. He was like the real deal. The real deal. Hey, you didn't yeah. send me that picture. Somebody in the chat room wanted a picture. You're supposed to send me a picture of you and Todd. Oh, is it too late? Uh, no, if you send it, I might can do something with it. Okay, you can email it. I have to but, put you on the genie to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I mean, my my we'll hands are full. We'll, with we'll it. do it later. I got you. No problem. So I can do it later. I'm being interviewed. Don't bother me. I don't want to mess you up. I don't want to mess you up. Speaking of movies, we'll segue into movies because I bet a lot of people don't know this. This is another, I guess you'd say, in Bill's word, strange or in, and maybe off the wall, just different, I guess, unique. Um, you were a part of one of 
Alejandro Jordowski's movies, who is a Shout respected and admired cult fantasy and horror director. Big time <laughs> in that, uh, that realm of things. How do you say his last name? Jodor- well, in, in, uh, in Spanish, it's Jodorowsky, but Jodorowsky. Jodorowsky. He did some great films. He did uh, Holy Mountain that I worked on, and he did El Topo, Santa Sangre, and some really and some real bombs, but we won't mention those. But <laughs> well, he did. I just saw him in New York, like maybe three two years ago. ago. Two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Four years ago. Yeah. When he came. So out that's been how many years ago was the was that movie done? Well, El Topo was done in nineteen seventy, and then the DVD was released May '07 because it had been there was pretty much just bootlegs out uh, for these movies because. Alan Klein, who was uh, once the executive, um, managed the Beatles, but uh, he was also involved in this, and he, him and uh, Alejandro got in a fight, and so I, Alan just put the films up and wouldn't let them get out. But now they're back out, released in DVD in May of 07, and then The Holy Mountain, which was, you were in that movie as an actor, right? Yes, and I and did the costumes and sets. and The set design. And makeup design, and... Now, that these was are pretty, pretty um, I guess, out there movies. Apparently, I think it's the Holy Mountain. Is this the one where they had the frogs battling the salamanders in a mock battle of the Spanish conquest? Yes. <laughs> Opening scene. Yeah. <laughs> Horny toads and and frogs and uh, <laughs> costumes, I must say. Yeah. What, what else? Tell me more about this movie, Holy Mountain. It, it has been re-released. uh a new uh, DVD has been re-released, yeah. so you can actually see it. There are good copies out there. I think you can probably get it online. Mm-hmm. But it's it's very it's quite an amazing film. Do you like it? It's uh, better than El Topo. Oh, it's totally different. It's almost like it's uh, it was supposed to be a very two-dimensional kind of a, a cartoon on film. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people actually got that because of the way it was cut. Because I think the the cut was taken away from him and. It was a mess, but I think that maybe on the new DVD that you see more uh, of what, it, what his vision, you know. Mm-hmm. Which was what? Madness. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think you may be right. So, uh, so what kind of people would enjoy The Holy Mountain? I mean, it's got to be, um, I think some people would look at that and go, what the hell? And then some people may go, this is awesome. So who would you recommend well, to see the Holy Mountain? It, it was, if you don't get it, you don't. You wouldn't, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was. Uh, it was. I don't know. You have to see it. It's. It, I don't know. I really can't. How about this? Say. People who like the peacock outfit would like the Holy Mountain, and people oh, who definitely. don't would not like it. There you go. Definitely. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> they can watch the Brady Bunch. We'll like watch Holy Mountain. There you so. go. All right, you're listening to RungerRadio.com. Our guest is Nikki Nichols. The call-in number is 646-716-9262. Chat room is open. If you don't see it, refresh your page if you want to get involved in that. There seems to be a lot of people in there tonight. And so we are talking about the movie that Nikki was in. So what was your acting role in that movie? I played Uranus. <laughs> I, was <laughs> I was financial advisor to the head of the country. My was wife was like that was your I'm name. Sorry, that was your name. Oh, my, my name. Was, my name was Berg. Yeah. Yeah, 
and my planet. It was like the seven most influential people on uh, on earth who went to seek enlightenment with the master and um, the adventures that info, you know unfolded there after that. So it, it was okay. You have to see it, really. It's, were there other people I, in the movie, or were you the only actor and the rest were things like these frogs and salamanders, or was there a lot of people in it? Oh, no, there were people. There were some famous there were famous. Yeah. I'm sorry? I said, I've only seen you credit as the actor on there. There's only thing I could find. Yeah. But there, he, well, he's, he didn't, I don't have makeup credit. And fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wardrobe credit. I uh, didn't see it. They called well, you the actor yep. and set designer. Yeah. Well, it should have also worked. But I'm sure you did much more, yes. Of course, that was quite a while back, so they probably, people writing stuff probably had just as hard time remembering as you did. <laughs> oh, they probably thought I was dead or something. <laughs> <laughs> they might. I'm uh, not. We got, they, they know now if they're listening. All right, we got a call from California. 818. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Am I on the radio? You are. I'd just like to congratulate Nikki on his beautiful costumes and his beautiful makeup and his beautiful designs for the Holy Mountain. And I would just like to tell him that he's a genius. There you <laughs> go. That's, Tam, that's Tamerlane's mother, Genevieve. <laughs> I didn't pay these people, I promise. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love them, but I didn't pay them. So you're a genius. Yeah, he oh. really is. Yeah? Oh, thank you, Genevieve. Yeah. Uh, so, I so hope darling, say, uh, hi to hey, say hi to Bijou. Yeah, I'll say hi to Bijou. I think she might be listening. Oh, good. Hi, Bijou. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, bye, Nikki, and I love you so much. I love you too, darling. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. All right, so what's the story behind that call? That is Genevieve Waite, John mm-hmm. Phillips' wife, mm-hmm. Tamerlane's mother, Bijou Phillips' mother, mm-hmm. and we're like the oldest friends ever. Oh, we yeah. met through Marcia Holzer, and she was in Hollywood in like 1840. <laughs> We've been friends since. And Marcy and I did the Egyptian costumes for Todd together. And uh, do you remember that with the Egyptian necklaces? What was it? what cover was that? The Egyptian? Yeah, it was like Egyptian collars and stuff. It was like, and I'm not sure what year. Anyway, John Phillips was sitting on the work table playing guitar and singing while we were working. It was pretty fabulous. <laughs> anyway, and then... Well, here I go. I mean, what else? This is my life. There you go. So you did the costumes for at least one album. Were there some others that you did for them, for Utopia? I'm not sure. I, You know, I've, I've just moved, I've moved on, and I just can't, you know, it, it, if things come up, I go, oh, yeah, I did that. But I just don't, I'm not, like, surrounded by all my old work, you know. Yeah. But I'm happy to, like, see things and go, oh, yeah, that was cool. But 
I yeah. just I really haven't kept portfolios or any anything, you know. You got to get ready to scroll down memory lane because you're going to Hawaii. That's what's going to be happening. You know, there's going to be a ton of those remember when stories. Yes, I you know. know that's coming. They're going to jog your memory. I help yeah. people bring photos if they have them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves bring photos. Because a lot, a lot of things, you know, polarizing things were taken. I have no idea where they've gone. So there were some important things, but. At the time, it was just life. It wasn't, oh, we have to, you know, chronicle this or that. Yeah, they weren't thinking. Now you can't go to across the street without somebody putting it on YouTube. Just about seems like oh, yeah. <laughs> God shows every song's on YouTube, every word. It's uh, reviews, photos. It's a, it's a totally different you know world we're in now. But what do you know? What happened to these outfits? I think Todd has them. He he told me I saw him in Portland like three months ago. Mm-hmm. And he invited me to his house where I'm going. I went, oh, sure. And then I went, oh, yeah, you know. And then Kazim called me and Prairie Prince called me and said, oh, dude, you got to come and all that. And so I got really excited about it. And what were you, what did you say? Where are the costumes? Oh, Todd has uh, most of them. He said that the feather costume was finally eaten by bugs in Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> so we don't have to deal with those people who hate that. <laughs> no, no, it no longer exists. So get over oh, it. Oh, so we got uh, <laughs> toast. That's too bad. That could have been in the Todd Rummer Hall of Fame one day. Or the, no, the yeah, I think class. he has some of the. I think he has some of the stuff that the other stuff. We'll see when we get to Hawaii what he has. Yeah. We'll so make him wear it. it. It would, you know, would it be possible to have a party in Hawaii where you uh, do people's face up like it, his face was in the peacock outfit? Would that be hard sure. to do? Sure. I mean, I, he probably has those old feathers. <laughs> we'll have to ask him. Yeah. Well, you'd probably have some volunteers that put it on. What the I'm hell? sorry? So you probably have some volunteers there to put that stuff on. Oh, sure. It's oh, sure. We'll, just, we'll, we'll have a good time. I'm not worried about that. Uh, it's going to be a blast. There's actually there's going to be somebody there doing some body art, so they may could do it. But uh, All right, so let's play a clip right quick. This is... Um, Kind of funny. This we had Andy Partridge from XTC on, and as you may know, him and Todd kind of didn't get along too much when he when Todd was producing the album Skylarking. So Andy's talking about. I asked him why. You know, give me an example of when Todd made you mad. So he's talking about Todd had asked him. You know, kind of made fun of his jeans and asked him if he got them in Russia. So here's Andy talking about that. I think you'll get a kick out of it. Kind of just these constant personal digs. I said to him, I said to him, hey, look, you know, these are these are a little more tasteful than, than some of the sparkly rubbish that you wore with Utopia. And it, it, without a, a hint of any irony, he he sort of looked totally taken aback, and he said, well, what do you mean? I love those clothes. I still have most of them in my wardrobe now. And and I thought, Jesus, what do you mean? The kind of you know, eight foot high stack heeled shoes and sort of feather shoulder pads and mirrored jock straps and stuff. And he is, he's taking the piss out of me because I'm wearing denim. Mirror <laughs> <laughs> uh, jock straps. That's the way Andy Partridge remembers the Utopia clothes. <laughs> that was Wolfman Jack. Uh, yeah. That wasn't Todd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, are you, uh, you've obviously you brought up Intersection twice. Are we going to talk about that tonight at all? Sure. Well, we were going to try to surprise Todd with it, but there is a print coming to Hawaii. Yeah, with uh, Jessica, whose husband did the film. Mm-hmm. She's it's her son's going to bring it to Hawaii, and her sister's coming on it. So this is a twenty-minute 
short story from 1971? Yeah. Is that right? He was beautiful. In a, I made a rhinestone and silver jumpsuit with a rhinest- solid rhinestone jacket. and He's quite exceptional. And it's the first uh, Lucite guitar. Yeah. And he was, it's great. So uh, you'll see it in Hawaii. I hate to bring it up tomorrow because I was going to try to surprise him with it. Yeah, well, you blew that early on in the show. <laughs> I heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> not that he's, uh, he's probably not listening anyway. He's busy recording an album. But uh, So is he acting in this or just singing or what's the story? He's singing, no acting. He's singing, and it's like, it's really beautiful. Hmm. So is it more like a concert or a movie? It's a short movie. It's like a sh- 20 minutes, maybe. Uh, is anybody like else a, in it we need to know about? It I can't even recall. I can't even recall the tune. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's beautiful, and you'll you'll see. All right, we're looking forward to seeing it. I hope it comes to fruition because I don't think anybody's yeah, ever seen that. It's coming from. Uh, I just spoke to Jessica in Ireland, and she's on her way back to Spain, to her new place in Spain, and then she's going to bring the movie. Her son's going to pick it up there and then come to Hawaii. So what kind of things are you wanting to do when you get to Hawaii? Have you seen the list that Michelle put out? Are you doing any of that kind of stuff? I'm any sorry? Tubes? Are you doing, what kind of things are you going to do in Hawaii? Uh, I don't know, hang out and cook and carry on and go to Todd's and, you know, generally have a good time. So you're going to cook for the group out on his, uh, back on his property? Are you talking about cooking? Probably. I don't, I don't care. I'm sure I'd like that, you know. But we have a house, so I'm sure you can come for dinner. <laughs> Excellent. So are you a good cook? I love to cook. I cook all the time. Yeah? Yeah. What's your uh, specialty? Tell me something you would cook in Hawaii. Oh, probably vegetarian something. I don't no think kidding. I'll be like, ra- oh. I don't think I'll be wrapping a pig in some banana leaves. So. <laughs> We actually, yeah, there's some vegetarians going. We actually have a vegan going on this trip. He's vegan? We had Todd a, is? No, heck no. Todd's going to no. roast a pig. Now, it's, uh, there are some vegetarians and a vegan, at least one I know of, that will be here uh, at the party. Okay. So you can cook for her. That would be awesome. Veggie girl, yeah. we call her. Yeah, we'll do that. There you go. And I, I can also whip some meat out, I guess, if I'm <laughs> necessary. <laughs> That's too much information. We got a call from Texas. Hello. 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 Hey, everybody. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, hey. Hey. How's it going, Doug and Nikki? Doing well. Good. Who's this? My name is Mel. I'm calling from Dallas. Hi, Mel. Hi. My first question is: Now, I did get knocked out of the blog talk thing when it when the show first came on, so I may have missed this. But uh, who's Margaret? Nobody has asked Margaret. that. From the song One World? Yeah. Margaret? Am I supposed to know you? No, no, no. <laughs> Margaret in the song. Oh, Margaret! <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Nikki in the song. <laughs> Yes, and there's also Margaret in the song. Do you know so Margaret? Who is Margaret? That's what she's trying to find out. Who is Margaret? I don't know who Margaret is. I thought I was just meeting her. No, no, this is Mel on the phone, but in the song they say Nikki and Margaret, right? I don't know who Margaret is. I never did. 
Oh, really? Uh, maybe she was. You got something? Maybe to... she was like somebody's girlfriend or something I didn't even know about. Hmm. I have no idea. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll put Doug on it later. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, if Dickie doesn't know, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> that is what it says, right? Are we talking about the same? Hold on. Let's just play it right quick. Let's see what we got here. Let's see if. Uh... All right. Here we go. Nikki and Margaret make the clothes that we wear. Hmm. Somebody's trying to steal your thunder. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Let's call Todd. There you go. <laughs> Alright. Maybe it was supposed to be... Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, maybe it just went well with the song. I'm I'm now wishing I'd had a... I called. You wish you had a what? I wish I'd had a cocktail before I called. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I got a question that's asked in the chat room. They were wondering if there was one of the guys in Utopia who was more difficult than the others to design for, or was more difficult personality-wise, even. Not really, Moogie. No. We already know. Moogie was fine. Moogie, like, is fine. No, it was great. I mean, you know, there. We just really, there was never a problem. We were too tired. We were too crazed. We were like, you know, when you're on the road, you don't know where you are, who, you know, who you are, whatever. It all starts just like blending and you're just like, and then when you're on stage, it's like you're back and then you're off and it's like, it's nuts. No, no one was really difficult. Oh, that's good. Not even, not even Todd. That's, would they sit for fittings for you? Every night they had their makeup done. They all had they all had makeup. They all had, you know, I was the wardrobe guy, and you know it was a major, you know, trunks and trunks, and it was it was great. No, there was really never a problem. Oh, that's good. So if you were the wardrobe guy, okay, everybody, here comes the laundry question: Were you in charge of cleaning everyone's costumes when they needed it? Yes. Okay. Susan and Susan to... Lee and I would wash it clothes and everything was spandex, so mostly. So we'd have bathtubs and it was fun, you know. It was great. You cleaned it in the Very... bathtub. What? You clean stuff in the bathtub? Is that what you said? Yeah, we <laughs> we'd have like a couple of days off. I mean, we'd go to the dry cleaner if we could, but if there were a couple of days off, we'd like, you know. Wash things in bathtubs and have them hanging all over hotel rooms, and it was it was you know it was fun. And in Hollywood, there'd be like Iggy and all these people in the hanging, and it was wonderful. And Shaka Khan, and oh my God, you have you can't believe it. It was nuts, and especially when we were in the big cities like New York or did, L.A. Did you and Susan ever try these clothes on when nobody else was around? Oh no! Please, you <laughs> funky! <No. laughs> you'd make a fun of people, but you wouldn't put them on yourself. I like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said you'd make them for other people, but you wouldn't put them on for yourself. No. Okay. No, I was never very conservative, but I wouldn't wear that. No. <laughs> oh no. Nikki, are you designing yourself something special to wear in Hawaii? I'm trying to get some couple of things done. Yeah. 
Oh, good. Uh, yeah. Are you going to be there? I am. Oh, cool. Okay. Are yeah. you designing anything for yourself? Am I designing something? No. Uh No. No, I'm I'm so generic. It's boring. <laughs> I'll think of something. You got to at least wear a Hawaiian shirt or something. I'll come up with something. I'm sure. Nikki, will you make her a shirt? <laughs> what? She's a redhead. Come yeah, on. yeah, with my spare time. There you go. Perfect. She needs a coconut bra, actually. I do. I need a push-up coconut bra. Where can I find one? <laughs> push-up coconut. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking. I can't find one that has the right um, Wonder Bra feature, you know. There you go, Nikki. Why are we such Okie? Did, uh, Did he bring out the Southern in me? <laughs> a little. <laughs> Uh-oh. She's Southern, too, now. She's calling from Texas. She's calling from Texas, Jeannie. <laughs> Jeannie said we all sound like Okies. <laughs> Maybe I should be insulted being from Texas. We don't like. I know. <laughs> well, she's from San Francisco. What do you expect? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, you're a hoot. Are we filtering down to like absolute nutsville here, or what? Should we like say something important? Not really. No. Oh, good. Cruiser Mail likes to come in and ask the laundry question, so we, we've got everybody to answer it to figure out how it was done on the road. Well, we found out. But I do have a, a, an, an extension to the laundry question. Yes. Was the peacock outfit, Did you? was it possible to clean that? No. No, it was relined several times. It was actually feathers glued on burlap uh, chair webbing. And it was a little chafing the first time you wore it. <laughs> I'll bet. And how did you come up with this idea for that one? What was your vision? I don't know. It was just, just I think I may have maybe had some pheasant pelts and mm. just started, like, looking and cutting them up and stuff. And his hair was, uh, you know, it just happened. Was one of those things. Well, his hair one was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. But it's gone, so... We'll never see it again. So I'm glad there are good photos. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, Crazy Mo, you got any questions? No, I don't think I'm going to bogart your show, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was nice talking. I'm glad you got your laundry thing. Now you can sleep. She's right. Oh, no, I'm definitely going to be listening to the rest of the show. You're You're hysterical, but I've never heard somebody that's tickled so much as you are. <laughs> uh, I'm very happy, or I should say, I guess. Uh, <laughs> All right, right guys. You, you right, have bye, honey. Good rest of the evening, and I'll uh, catch up with you later. And we'll see you in Hawaii, okay, Nikki? Bye, darling. Hey, wait, Mel, what's your Hawaiian name? Melly. See you, Melly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Melly. Aloha. All right, we got a call from... Florida, I believe, and that is, uh, I gotta get him unmuted first. Got a call from 850. 850. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Doug. Hey. It's Carrie. Hey. Carrie Groupie from G. Groupie G. You bet. Carrie, what's going on? Hey, just listening to the show. 
tuned in a little bit late, so I thought I'd call in and ask Nikki possibly something that was already asked, but hopefully not. Forgive me if I'm being redundant. Um, Nikki, what was the original um, inspiration behind the whole peacock thing? I think it just happened. His hair, and then I think his his hair, and then it just evolved from that. And I think he had the black satin pants from London that had the peacocks applique in velvet on the leg. Okay. I think those are All the right. pants he was wearing. Was Was he pretty surprised by the whole peacock thing, or? I think he was pretty uncomfortable because it was on burlap. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a little itchy, I guess. If I, if I did any groupy gear and burlap, I think but people was, would uh, stop seemed, shopping. It seems it was a rush, rush job. Okay. Yeah. Now, do you have something yeah, yeah. special you're going to wear in Hawaii, Carrie? Oh, I'm working on all kinds of stuff. Mm. Working on Mel's push-up coconut bra and, you know, some groupy gear, sarongs and Sarong. yeah, some, some new gear. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. So well, there you go. All right, good deal. But yeah, so we're we're working on that. So we're looking forward to the trip. Yeah, yeah. Dave's Dave's order. doing the custom. Dave's doing the custom fitting on the coconut bras, or at least trying to volunteer <laughs> for that. <laughs> so we'll see how far that gets him. Okay, don't shred too much coconut. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. They'll be highly polished. We won't we won't line them in burlap either. We don't want anybody to be uncomfortable okay. on the trip. <laughs> okay, all right. Good deal. <laughs> but and yeah, I was I was the one that, that was wondering which of the um which of the guys from Utopia was most difficult to deal with. Did you ever shop with any of these guys or No, I usually shopped when they weren't around. Okay. She didn't have the I pleasure of knowing which one was most shopping. Fun to shop. I, maybe maybe in, you know, Chicago we'd hit stores or something, but never I just can't remember ever having a problem. You don't have any fun shopping stories? Any re, you know fun stories about any of the guys in particular? No, 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 no. It was just like you know, it was great. It was you know, we were, we were like a an absolutely mad gypsy family on the road and it was cool. doing laundry in the bathtub. There you go. Doing laundry in the bathtub. <laughs> the crew was wonderful. Everybody hung out with the crew, and it was great. Cool. I can't say I miss it, but I do. And, you know, I couldn't do it these days, but it was wonderful then. <laughs> I didn't sleep for 25 years. Well, that's not too bad. You've that's got time to catch up now, right? <laughs> I'm catching up now. He was there in you a go. State, so it's hard to remember. <laughs> yeah. Any any good stories about Kaz? Since you know, there's all kinds of oh no, we Kaz we always, fans we We've always hit it off. Kaz and I were always like, because you know he lived in Woodstock as well, and mm-hmm. uh, and he was always we always was always around. And, uh, cool. Yeah, I've seen him like I saw him like uh, three months ago or something here in Portland. Okay, cool. And yeah, he mind. had uh, he had good things to say about you when we were chatting about you in um, Atlanta. Oh, good. Yeah, so. he's a great guy. And yeah. Prairie Prince was here. I've known Prairie since. The tubes, you know, in San Francisco from the ancient times. So. And of course, Prairie will be in Hawaii as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is going to be a big old party. Oh, this is going to be great. I hope Todd isn't listening. Then he won't know about the movie. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> put a stop to it. Yeah. Right. Oh. He probably doesn't remember much about it. Probably I think it. Albert didn't want it released because it was, he thought it was maybe 
too too connected to the cocaine culture or something. Mm. I can't remember what this. There was some excuse, but I don't know how they got that. I guess we'll find out. See if we agree with Mr. Grossman or not. <laughs> we got what we need to do is have like a. A, a drive-in theater night out there in the campground and put a big old screen up and watch this movie for 20 minutes and just have a good old yeah. popcorn and all that good stuff. And I'll bring Holy Mountain, a good copy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But make sure they have about 12 keg beers before I watch that thing. Okay. <laughs> Might be pretty good. <laughs> it's probably, is that one of the movies you kind of probably need to be in a mind-altering state to watch, or is it pretty good just straight up? I don't think that'll be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this movie? You like scary movies? Have I? Do I like scary movies? Are you asking me? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It depends on it depends on you know whose company I'm keeping after the scary movie. (laughs) It's not scary at all. Well, Topo was a scary movie though, right? Yeah. 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 Highly bloody. Yeah. That's the one that. uh, Yeah, the first one that he did. Crazy stuff. Very good. We want to hear ghost stories around the campfire is what we want to hear. Yeah. Let's do that in person. I mean, I can't, you know. Well, yeah, we're most definitely. We'll see you next month. We'll be there. Okay. I look forward to it. It'll be nice to meet you. All right, right, Dougie. See ya. Take care. See ya. Bye. Bye. Carrie from Groupie Gear. I think your friend is calling you back from California. Maybe I should make... What? 818? Hi. Hey. Hi, it's me again. Hello, it's you. I just just had a little tip for those gals who called in about the coconut bras. I don't know if you can say this on the air, but they have them at Joanne's Fabrics. Joanne's Fabrics has coconut bras? They do, I swear. And they're on sale. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jim. How much does a coconut bra cost? Just thought I'd let you know. Yeah? Joanne's fabric, huh? Yeah. You can go online. Can you buy them online? No, I was in the store and I saw them. Okay. Bye, honey. Bye, Bye. baby. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty cool. That's good to know. You what really you have know? to hear her album. Yeah? How do I? Yeah. Hear? Romance is on the Rise. Genevieve Wake. It's fantastic. Romance? 1970, 1973. <laughs> What's it called again? Romance is on the Rise. Romance is on the Rise. Genevieve Wake. Yeah. Um, somebody wanted me to ask her, of course, now she's gone. She remembers the summer of 73 on the New Jersey Shore. Oh, who was it? Uh, Tommy Z. He's uh, oh. um, uh, actually done some shows with Chasm. He's a keyboardist. Um, he knows Genevieve? Uh, I don't know why he's asking. He just asked me to ask her if she remembered the summer 73. Maybe he'll tell me all right quick. But Tommy well, Z, what's the deal? We'll find out. Um, maybe he can tell us here in a minute. So she had some good advice for us. Now we know where to get coconut bras for everybody that's all excited about that. <laughs> Oh goodness! Let's see. Okay. So how 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 far are we into our little thing here? Are you bored? No, I'm just like I didn't know how far we we had uh, gone. 
<laughs> We've been an hour and four minutes. Told you time would fly. But see, you're not willing to give up stories, so it's been shorter than what we were expecting. Well, I just don't. I just don't have any bad stories, or you know, in good. I, it was just. It was great for me. It was a wonderful time for me. And uh, tell me something just, about BB. BB Buell. Yeah. One of the great beauties of our lives. Uh, you know. You say so? Yes. Yeah, she was exquisitely beautiful. And uh, what else do you need to be? <laughs> you know? At that time, and I think she's very talented. Yeah. I've seen her perform. I haven't seen her perform for a while, but I certainly have enjoyed her performances in the past. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what about Boo? Who? Uh, Bean? Love Bean. Yeah, can't wait to see her. I hope she's going to be in Hawaii. Um, that's all you she's got. She's the only girl who wore who wore lingerie on the streets of uh, Woodstock, <laughs> high heels and lingerie to go uh, grocery shopping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got another call from eight one seven. Eight one seven. Hello. Me. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Am I online? Yes, you are. This is Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Hey. I was just calling to tell Nikki that's the best costume ever. ever. Oh, thank you. That's when I fell in love with Todd. Oh, oh, great. Okay. <laughs> it is. I can't believe it's gone. And you're right. I'm, I'm so glad that we have many pictures of it. Yes, and you know I don't have one myself. I, I, I've gone through photographs and things like and you know, traveling so much, and, you know, I just haven't kept things, and I, I really hope by I, reconnecting I, with all this that I'll be able to get something together with all these photos and stuff, because... I, I've done the same thing. I've I've got so much memorabilia of Todd, I, I like banging the drums and pictures with Todd on stage that I just can't keep up with everything, moving uh-huh. and kids and... I'm excited about Hawaii. I'm just confused about how to what I do from the airport. <laughs> oh, I think they have cars to pick you up. Well, there's a lot of people trying to get carpools. There was talk of a shuttle, but that's not really happening. But there's a lot of different. Uh, depends on when you're getting in, I guess. And by the way, if if the show cuts off, give me about two minutes. I'll call back in. We're having a storm here for some reason, and uh, it could make my uh, phone disconnect. I'll just call back on my cell. So don't panic. I'll be back if we shut off for a minute. So, Stephanie, you're going to Hawaii, um, and you're am. coming in from where? Texas. What day do you get in? Um, I'm going to try to get in the first day, the 16th. Is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Now, have, have you been on the forums on, on TR Connection? Excuse me? Have you been on the forums on the TR Connection? Uh-huh. Because I know, uh, I think Kathy Stoyer was going to uh, had some a van available. I think it was that day. There will be a lot of people getting in on the 16th. Okay. But, um, well, I was also wondering if Mel that called from Texas earlier is the same Mel that we went to, uh, we had a Rundgren reunion, reunion with Todd's mother to San Antonio and took her to see the Alamo, and we really had a good time, watched watch pictures of Todd and listened to Todd music and got Todd's mother cheesecake, and, oh, we had a blast. Todd's mother is just super 
great. Yeah, she is. Great yeah. person. I don't think Mel was with it when y'all had Ruth there. I don't think that was probably her, but uh, we'll get her to tell us in the chat yeah. room. Yeah, I, I can't wait to meet everybody. I've, I've I've traveled everywhere to see Todd and never really got to meet a lot of people. I tried to meet you in Dallas, but I never could catch up with you. I was standing right in front of Todd, but I couldn't meet oh. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't cruiser mail, by the way. She just told me in the chat room. But um, well, that's good. You're getting to go, and uh, I'm sure there probably won't be any trouble on that day. What time do you land? Um, I'm not sure yet. All right. Well, start spreading the word. I'm sure somebody will give you a ride. Okay. It's about 40 minutes, I think, from the airport to um, the Camp Ori. Okay. But I know a ton of people are getting in on the 16th. Uh, Doug, I appreciate your work so much. I love listening to the show. I, I, this is this is my dream come true. Oh, oh God, he's, he's wonderful. He's like, it is. He's, he's, you're, you're wonderful, oh, Doug. Nikki is Nikki time. Well, if I talk about me, Nikki. I know, it's true. All right. It's All right, true. so I look forward to meeting you in Hawaii. Great. All right, and, aloha. And Nikki, you need to make me an outfit because I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> probably going to go naked. I have nothing. Okay, oh, that's fine. I'll bring my sewing machine. I have nothing else to do. <laughs> there you go. We were all going back into the <laughs> 70s. Okay. I look forward to meeting you. It'll be great. Okay. Well, I have Bye. red hair. My name is Stephanie, and I'm from Texas. Okay, Stephanie. So All right, I'm Stephanie. really looking Bye. forward to seeing everybody. Sounds good. Okay. Stephanie from okay. Texas, somebody give a ride. Huh? Somebody give you a ride. Tell us when you're going to get there, though, on the TRC or somewhere. Okay. Th- thanks a lot. Thank Bye-bye. you. Aloha. Aloha. All right. Stephanie from Texas is going to the Campery. I find somebody new going to this thing every time I turn around. It's going to be... I think Michelle's underestimating how many people are going. She said 100. Uh, Hello? Hello? Hey, Doug. Hey, you there? Hey, Alex. Yeah. Okay. All right, good. We're I, we're probably on still. I had uh, the power went out as I expected. This is insane. All of a sudden, there's this big storm here, and I stay on a cordless phone, so it's kind of uh, a mess. But anyway, we're going to get back on uh, here in a minute with everybody else. We had a couple other callers, so uh, we'll get to you in just a moment as soon as I can Thank get Thank you so much. Back. Yeah, man, what a mess. This is uh, the second time this has happened where we just all of a sudden a big storm wants to come on. Maybe you're bad luck, man. I think it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's see. All right, I'm getting close here. So Stephanie's going from Texas. Hopefully she'll let us know when her uh, flight arrives, and then that way somebody can give her a ride. It's going to be – there's going to be a lot of that going on, I think. Everybody in the Todd community seems to want to help each other. 
That's always some good stuff. Wow, it's lined up with callers, so we better get straight to that. Sorry, folks. Um, if I uh, mess you up there, if it happens again, just don't worry. I'll call back in and get it right back started because I just decided to go ahead and call from my home phone again. I just like to do that better. All right, so let's take a call here from 310. You with us? Let's see. Hello? There we go, 310. How you doing? Hello. Hey. Hey. Are you there? Yeah. Hi. Hey. Um, I'm just calling in. Uh, Genevieve, uh, who called in, uh, suggested I call in. Excellent. Uh, Bob Chaser. That's me, Nikki. <laughs> How are you, Bobby? The producer of the Holy Mountain. You? Yes, the actual Bob is producer. the one who, did, who ended up producing after Alan Clay, who ended up producing Holy Mountain. Yeah, exactly. We're yeah. old friends, old friends from the ancient times. How are you, Nikki? I'm great, Bob. Good. So I just, Jen said I should call in, so here I am. Well, you guys got to see each other about four years ago at this, um, some kind of big shindig where they... In Toronto, yeah. Yeah. Right. How did they had a They had a retrospective of... Uh, Alejandro's work, they had El Topo and the Holy Mountain and Santa Sangre. Yeah? Yeah. How was Nikki as an actor in that movie? Nikki's great. Nikki is a, a natural, he's an artist, as you know. He's a natural. Mm-hmm. So he was great in the Holy Mountain. He so were you, Bob. Played a great character. Well, I just had a little, a smaller part, but Nikki was very good. Yeah? You've always had a smaller part. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Well, I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So what Thank you God doing? I was just on the movies? Internet. I'm sorry? Are you still doing movies? Yes, I am. Yeah? What's the latest and greatest? Uh, last thing, I, I just recently completed a documentary on uh, 9-11, American foreign policy, about the Iraq war, mm-hmm. uh, called Rush to War, very critical of the uh, this war and the administration. Oh, yeah. get in line on that one. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But I was uh, I was ahead of the curve uh, pretty much, but uh, not yeah. that you couldn't see it coming. It was, uh, but uh, some people didn't see it coming, or what, what a disaster it was going to be. But uh, I, I've got proof that I could see it because I made, I made a documentary about it. But Now, how, does, how do people see this documentary? You have to get online. Uh, Rush to War. It's uh, well. It's on. Um, actually, it's in the stores now. It's in Borders and Best Buy and Hollywood Video and uh, Movie Gallery. It's also on the PBS catalog. So, yeah. um, fortunately, I got a, a good distributor, and they uh, managed to get it in. And it's in a lot of other stores as well, but mostly in those the bigger stores. Mm-hmm. You can find it. Um, I guess it's for sale at Best Buy and Borders, and it's for rent uh, at Hollywood Video and movie gallery so it's out there and um it's also on the internet i have a website rush to war.com so how have the reception uh, been for it uh you know it's uh you know there's a lot of um you know talk about the fact that uh people don't really want to know much about this war you know a lot of films have come out and uh that people just haven't paid attention to people uh honestly people love the film i've screened it all over the country and uh I had a screening at Princeton University that was a big success with uh, Chris Hedges from the New York Times, who's in the film. There were a lot of uh, a lot of people love the film, but it's very hard to get people's attention to um, to the uh, you know the Iraq War films. People just don't want to see it, see too much about it. Uh, I went to um, 
see uh, Taxi to the Dark Side uh, a couple of months ago. I went to see it on a Sunday morning uh, just before the Oscars, and there were about 25 people in the auditorium, and that night it won Best Documentary at the Oscars. Wow, and, and I, I did all I, the costumes for both. For both, yeah, yeah. What was Nikki's role? And <laughs> Nikki, Nikki did all the uh, he did all the Arab costumes and all the soldier in the documentary. <laughs> and he did Saddam's he did Saddam's mustache too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that I can see. Yeah, I, I, didn't really call, I didn't really call to talk about that. I mean, uh, yeah, I know. I'm I did, glad but you I, did. Why not? But uh, but. Um, Anyway, you know it's a uh, it's a sad uh, it's a sad time for me in our country when this war is going on and and that people just don't seem to much pay much attention. I mean, obviously people are paying attention, but a lot of people don't don't want to know about it. So, but you know that's that's that. Well, let's go back to you know the Holy Mountain or, or uh, now, tell us something fun about Nikki that we don't know. Oh, Nikki! What? What? Well, I imagine you know. You you know, well, Nikki's quite a character. Obviously. I met Nikki actually through a good friend of mine um, who lives up in Marin County, Jack Shapiro, and he was very friendly with. Uh, he's a musician, by the way, and uh, he uh, was very friendly with Ree, uh, Ree Debris, Ree Styles. What names does she go under? Ree Nikki? Styles. Ree Styles. Ree Styles. Who you know? She became the lead singer of the Tubes at a certain point. Don't touch me there, but, girl. Yeah, through Jack and I and Ree, I met Nikki, and uh, actually I was responsible for Nikki uh, getting on the film on the Holy Mountain because uh, we were in New York. He was in New York with the uh, with the Cockettes, mm-hmm. and um, they uh, I could probably know about the the documentary that they did a couple of years ago about that. And uh, mm-hmm. so I met Nikki at that time, and I introduced him to Alejandro and. Uh, you know, uh, they seemed to hit it off, and Alejandro invited Nicky down to Mexico City, and he wound up n- not only acting in the film but doing the costumes uh, as well. So, well, no, uh, what was Nicky? Nicky, what was your role with the Cockettes? Because you weren't actually in it. But you oh, I was. That, I was totally like direct, wrote. I wrote, directed, and, and did makeup design, and it was just like it was another scene where it just things just happened. It was a creative time. What was your role, Bob? I mean, did you, were you part uh, of the group, were you just there, or what was, how did you meet him there? Oh, I was just, uh, as I said, I, I met, um, I met me through, through Jack, yeah, I, I, you know, at that time I was hanging out around a lot in New York, I lived in New York, uh, I had a place in the village, and I used to hang out in Max's, uh, Kansas City, back in the day, and, uh, I met Nikki just, you know, as a friend, and, uh, you know, I had nothing to do with the Cockettes, but, uh, um, but we, the did party have, you gave. we did have an unbelievable party, the most outrageous party that I've yeah. ever uh, I've ever been to. It was the um, Alan Klein, who was the the Beatles manager at the time. I don't know if you know the the story about El Topo and and the Holy yeah. Mountain and all, but yeah. he, or uh, did you talk about, about you probably talked mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, we'll do. But we had a party when El, El Topo Alan Klein opened up El Topo up on Broadway, and uh, we had a big party downtown. A fellow named Joe LaGiudici, poor guy. He had a gallery in Soho, and above the gallery, he had his he had his uh, he had his apartment. It was like a whole floor loft uh, floor, and uh, it was outrageous. Though all the cockettes were there, and a lot of other people in New York, and uh, uh, it was just uh, the most outrageous party. I, I mean, I I don't know what 
Not much I can tell you, but it was. Uh, <laughs> you guys are good at forgetting the important things. But you, you name it, you name it. It was going on at the party. People can use their imagination. I, I mean, literally. <laughs> yeah, seven two seven six one four. I got you on hold. We'll, we'll get with you in a minute. Please hang tight with us. Well, that's. Um, yeah, we, we seem to be skipping details when we get to these. Oh, it was a great party. Why? Uh, well, okay, Bobby. I could just, just anyway. Yeah. Uh, listen, I don't want to take you all your time. I'm sure you have other people that want to want to call in, but. Uh, well, I appreciate you calling in. That was a real treat. I'll okay, talk to you well, later, Bob. Thank you I for I enjoyed it. Uh, to war. Okay. Take care. All right. Good thanks deal. for All having right. me on. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Okay. How about that, Nikki? That's wonderful. Next thing you know, Alejandro will be calling in. That would be great. Speaking <laughs> Spanish. Yeah. I wouldn't, uh, hold on. i got to get rid of that. Okay, so let's. Uh, we've had some people on hold for a while. Let's take those calls. 727, is that Florida, I think? Hi, Doug. That's hey. Tommy Spontek here from Largo, Florida. Hey, man. What's up? Tommy I want. I wanted to fill in. I was the one that posted the thing about Genevieve Waite and the Jersey Shore. And ah. uh, I was going to – let me just fill this in quickly. I started playing the – you know me. I used to play with Chasm, right? Um, I started out playing the clubs in 1973, and one of the bands I was playing with was playing in a town called Long Branch, New Jersey. John Phillips and Genevieve Waite were vacationing there. And for three out of the four nights we were there, John Phillips sat in with my band. <laughs> and I'm sitting here, you know, I listen to your show whenever I can. And when I heard her name, it's like, I can't believe this. This is just too strange. But anyway, I don't think they were, were they married? Yes. They were okay. I think they might. Can have you been believe saved. the people I'm bringing out of the woodwork? I mean, that's why I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here, and I'm just blown away. And and you know, it's what does David Letterman call brush with greatness? Uh, yeah. You know, that was one of my br- brushes with greatness. And uh, and John Phillips. Now we didn't speak to Genevieve a whole lot. I mean, but she was very nice. But uh, John Phillips was was just great. He came up. He sang with us, and uh, we had a blast with him that weekend. Oh, he was wonderful. Oh, he sure he sure was. And uh, but anyway, I just when when you they said her name, I couldn't believe it. I just sat here. <laughs> now for Nikki, I got one question for you. Uh, yeah. Moogie's, Moogie's one of my buddies. Him and I had a band together for a while. Did did you design the outfit? That's kind of like was it Mighty Mouse or was it Boy Wonder? Uh, it was Mighty Mousey Boy. It was kind of like. Uh, uh, <gasps> I don't know. I, it was like, what was it? You know. Well, it was like a, was it? It was kind of a cross between the two, right? I know. I mean, it Wasn't was it just a purple Moogie, cape. I thought. It was like a, a, a leotard with a purple cape. Yes. With, it was with never. With this <laughs> a bizarre know. outfit for Moogie to wear. It was the Moogie look. I don't know. <laughs> he inspired me to it. It was the Moogie of the seventies. Right. Do you remember the one, uh, the onion suit? No, I, I don't remember that. The first tour I saw of Todd was Another Live, but uh, I'd seen videos and stuff. Actually, though, the uh, Another Live tour, he wore the, the Mighty Mouse outfit. Todd right. dressed more conservatively on that, that tour, <laughs> but I was just wondering if you designed that. And I'm not you know, sure. Because not... I know Moogie personally, you know, and, and seeing an image of him way back then wearing a Mighty Mouse outfit, it's just... It's comical. <laughs> but maybe Moogie should call me and refresh my memory because 
<laughs> really? It, 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 well, we're talking thirty over thirty years ago, but anyway. Right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop off and let somebody else get to talk. But I wanted to fill in the reference to the Jersey Shore. I'm wondering if Genevieve would remember that time. But, well, maybe uh, she. I'm sure she would, and I'm sure she would. It's happy to hear that you you speak of her so. Oh, far and they were. They, you know, like I said, we didn't get to talk to her much, but. Uh, she was very nice, and but John sang with my band three nights, and uh, uh-huh. he was great. He was great. Oh, good. Well, anyway, yeah, good I'm happy to hear you. Happy you called. Bye. Okay, take care. Bye. See you, Tommy. Take Bye. Bye. In a V, Romance is on the Rise from 1970. We haven't talked about Todd at all. Oh, sure we have. I hope he doesn't mind. Oh, uh, no. We, we, uh, <laughs> we're all over the place. He probably likes that. <laughs> Can I bring my dog to Hawaii? Sure, all of them. Yeah. 614. Geez, what a dirty trick, man. Setting me up to have to follow two insiders. This is going to be a muffled thud. <laughs> Who is this? This is just some guy from Ohio. No, my name's Sammy. Um, in fact, Doug, I got to talk to you when Dave Gregory was on there, and some people from the XTC forum were kind of oh, up yeah, cool. Anyway, sorry, but enough of that. Uh, Nikki, I'm curious. I had a couple buddies that were uh, – Playing in bands in uh, in New York City around the late 60s and early 70s. One was called Rat Race Quiet, another one was called The Vagrants. And they both mentioned this one particular clothing store. I think it was in the village, but I'm not sure. As a matter of fact, unless my Thorazine's wearing off, I think it's even mentioned of Todd wearing these, these clothes, clothes from this place on the back cover, something, anything. The place was called Granny Takes a Trip. Does that Takes ring a trip, a yeah, beautiful, beautifully cut, like, uh, you know, English... Clothes, yeah, pips course. Oh, okay, very cool. I mean, yeah. was there a was there a whole bunch of places like that at that? See, I'm, I'm no, no, no. I think maybe London and New York. But I mean, like, like I'm it, not actually, even sure. I'm not ahead, even I'm sure New York. I'm not even sure New York. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I thought it was was London. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, well, you know, the two guys that told me about it lived kind of hard through those days, so you know, it's one of those things where you know. They can't remember it, but they'll never forget it, kind of things. If you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> well, Bob Bob Tasher would know because he had suits from Journey Takes a Trip, so maybe ah. he could call you. <laughs> ah, very cool. Now here's another question for you: Did you have anything to do with like the shoes and stuff they wore on on those gigs? You know, with the costumes. Yeah, I mean, there were some shoes that were embellished, and some that were like, you know. Mhm. Sure. I got you. And later, cool. later, Todd's, uh, I think. Oh, I don't know. Why were you? What were the shoes really good or something? I can't remember. Well, I'm just really curious as far as like you know the extent of the design because that's one thing I was curious about. You know, they're, they're, I'm a musician or a pseudo musician too, and uh, you know you see all the stuff, all the obviously all the visuals are more are closer to the face and everything. So you know a lot of times people don't even notice what what they're wearing on the shoes, and sometimes I'm having to deal with things like that. So you trying to think in terms of like, okay, well, you know what, what would you, what would you do? I mean, because I'm basically one notch above spam sucking trailer trash, so my oh good, right. my sense of aesthetic is pretty pedestrian, you know. So they always, uh-huh. I'm a drummer, you know, so I'm sitting behind a drum kit anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But you know, just like I said, it's just that it doesn't seem to be something that much detail is paid attention to outside of the people actually involved in it, you know. So yeah, no, it was pretty much total. And Todd always had great shoes. He always had like good, good English shoes, and and my shoes would be on stage, or I'd take my shoes off and he'd wear them, or whatever, you know. Ah, uh, I got it. Now, did Willie, 
since Willie was stomping on pedals, did he have any particular kind of shoes he preferred to your memory? I think he was wearing Converse or something. Pretty sure. See? All right, man. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, I tell you what, thank you very much for your time, fellas. I'm going to see if you can get some more valid questions coming in or, you know, some of these other guys that actually know you. (laughs) You all have a great night, all right? Hey, thanks for coming. Okay, guys. Thanks Thanks a lot. Very good. Yeah, Todd's pretty much a sneakers guy now. Are we spacing out or what? No, we're doing good. Oh, okay. You, all right? you doing all right? Yeah, it's beautiful here. Yeah. The light. The light's so beautiful right now. And the pugs are sleeping and Sandy's sitting over looking beautiful. And <laughs> It's all good. We're downhill. All right, we've got a call. This is Wendy, trcookbook.com, calling us from Texas. Hello, Wendy. Hi. How are you doing? Hi, Wendy. I'm doing great. And uh, first I'd like to find out um, if uh, you are the Nicky Nichols who uh, was involved in a shop in uh, Manhattan working with Elan Bach. Yes, I am. We did our Knock Grafton, our children's store. I wasn't sure how to pronounce that. This is Gaelic. I was curious about that. You were in the store? No, no, no. I'd I'd read about it back uh, a while, uh, ages ago, actually, when I was planning a trip to New York, and just you know, had come across that. And <laughs> yeah, that's very strange. We had a, a wonderful, wonderful store. Uh, it was it's in right in the middle of the huge New York crunch in New York, and we were doing like beautiful clothes for kids. And we'd been just come back from Ireland. We'd been there for a year. I was working on a castle there for a a friend, and uh, Elan was there, and 20 of our friends' children were there working, and it was a brilliant time, and uh, Elan and I, and then we opened the shop, mm-hmm. and oh, we had a wonderful time, and uh, Anna Winter lived across the street from the store, the editor of Vogue, and she would come by the windows, and it was beautiful, it was a, a great time, and uh, we would take, we did a whole one of the shows, the Coliseum show for children's wear, and maybe we sold four things, and next year we went, and in our entire collection was the building. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. So we, we, we tried that business for a while, and we were designing. We had a workroom in the back and retail in the front. It just didn't work. It was too much work. You know, too, it ate our lives up. And uh, Elan was Yves Labat's wife, ex-wife. Oh, okay. So from from Utopia, he was like, and uh, yeah, so that was a good time. They're I'm not so anymore, strange right? that you mentioned that. I kind of went off on that. So <laughs> they're not married anymore, are they, Labat and her? No. Okay. There you go. Well, uh, what was the name of it again? The name of this business? Knock Knock Grafton. Not Grafton. It, it was like we didn't even realize it, but we named it Not Grafton. And then uh, someone sent us a book, and it was a fairy mound in Ireland. And then it was a whole story about this hunchback who had these new clothes made and became. A, it was just an incredible story. I can't recall it now, but it was a wonderful story. Mm, it sounds wonderful, and I'm sure working in a castle that was inspirational. It was inspirational, and for wonderful people, and my. They're part of my family from my ever, you know, like friends forever. And it all goes back to 
It was Jessica Bruce McCauley. <laughs> it was Jessica McCauley and her son, who you'll meet, Will, and her sister, Anna. It's like my it's like my family friends, you know, mm-hmm. my chosen family. I understand that concept. Yeah. Um, do you think you'll ever uh, offer your designs, for example, online? I don't know. I'm sort of like I'm floundering now about what to do about, with my future. So I kind of opened. I, I really enjoy film a lot. <coughs> and I, uh, I didn't know. I'm just I'm open to to like just gonna let whatever happen happens for this bit, you know. I understand. And uh, I've done some furniture design and stuff that I'm interested, in, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna give it like a few more months, and then I'm gonna make a decision. So I'll be. I think after I'm 67, I'll be able to make a decision about what I want to do with the rest of my life. <laughs> I want to be like you when you grow up. That's not something I do. I'm still waiting, guys. How did you? I mean, how did you um, learn how to do that type of thing? Did it just come natural? Did you? uh, I think natural. uh, Yeah. I came from a. You know, my mother was very talented, and I've always been surrounded by talented people. I. It's. It's an. I've had an amazingly wonderful life. And people who were very, very generous with me, uh, with you know, learning things from them, and it's just I've had a really great life, and been surrounded by some extremely talented people. Excuse me, uh, who are your favorite artists or designers? Oh, let's see. My favorite designer is Martine Margiela. I like his work, and my favorite artist is Francis Bacon. And my favorite, my favorite musician, I think, is besides Todd, I would say Patty Smith. Oh wow! There you go. About that. Wow. So Do that's like a pretty. I'm sorry. Do you like Project Runway? The show? Uh, no. It, no. <laughs> Why not? I'm more I'm more I lot more South Park. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I'll let well, uh, you. you two get on to other calls, but uh, thank you. That was Have wonderful. Great Thanks, thank Wendy. you for remembering that. Bye. How about Bye. Wendy, the historian, man, pulling out some stuff? I know. Back in the day. I like that. That was great. How about it? All right, good deal. Okay, we got a call from area code three one zero, which um is that uh Cali? Three one zero? California? Three one oh? Hello? Hello? Oh, it's just me again. Hey Bob Taser. I just wanted to tell Hello, you about Grammy. Me. About Granny Takes a Trip was in London. I don't yeah. think they ever had a store in New York, did they, Nikki? No. I didn't recall. Yeah. And it was at, it was a place called World's End. It was the end of yeah. uh, uh, what was that street? That famous street, and it was all the way down at the end. And uh, Carnaby, Carnaby. I think it was Carnaby Street. Was that right? Or was and, it in uh, Row? I don't know. They used to make great was... velvet suits. I got I got a few velvet suits back back then, which <laughs> I got a velvet So I just wanted to clear I just wanted to clear that up. Hey, oh, did you say you like the music business? I'm sorry, the uh, movie business, Nikki. 
Let's get it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, I've worked with Bob. Get him back on in a couple there. of things. There you go. Yeah. Did we? Did you, did you work on the? You worked on "Shut Your Dirty Little Mouth" with me too, didn't you, Nikki? I only got the best review. And remember? Yes, that's true. That you, you could smell the set. Oh, that's right. You had and Nikki had the, the best. tobacco and vodka. He did the he did the the set for another film that I did. Nikki Nikki's very talented. He, Nikki can do anything, literally, go. from hair and makeup to furniture to costumes to you know if you want Nikki to I, do a whole room, and do a mural for it, anything. I did all your showrooms for your shoe business too. Oh, back in the day, yeah. yeah. Nikki can do anything. You just ask him; he'll do it. He's probably the most talented person I know in terms of overall just being able to do anything uh, in the arts. Thank you, Bob. Okay, well, I'm going to sign off. I really just wanted to tell you about that. Uh, I heard, I was listening about Granny Takes a Trip. That was a great place. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for calling in and giving us a on that. Okay, take care. All right. There you go, man. You can get back in the music, I mean, back in the movie business. Yeah, we're gonna make it happen. I think Michelle should have you flying early and, and decorate the property. For what? For the campery. Oh, should I go oh. early? Yeah, make it look good. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> three two three. You're on the line with us. Three two three. Hi, Nikki. Hi, who's Hello? this? Hello. Hi, Bijou. How are you, honey? I'm good. Mom told me to call. <laughs> so I'm calling. How's it going? Great. This is one of the most beautiful women in the world. Is that right? She's coming to watch? Do you know who, do you know who this is? No. Bijou Phillips. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> how's, how's your... Thank you so much. How's your boy? He's good. He's in camp. Oh. Yeah, he's out there selling a movie. And I'm just here in Los Angeles um, yeah. calling you. I just of course. How's your, how's your new house? It's amazing. You have to come. You have to come and help me. I heard it's the like, pictures weren't even hung yet. <laughs> yeah, well, now the pictures are hung. Oh, but, really? Yeah, but now we need to, like, pick paint. Okay, I'll come. Okay. All right, you have to come. We have all the walls primed, and he won't let me pick the paint, and I won't let him pick the paint, so we just have him pick the paint. Okay. All right, baby, I'll be there. I'll be there after Hawaii. Yes, you have to. Um, how's it going? Like You're on this radio show? You're getting interviewed? Yeah, it's, it's wonderful for uh, Todd, you know. Hi, Todd. <laughs> and this is Doug, the interview. great. Hey. He's a great guy. I'm just a facilitator of conversation. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fun. Yeah. Do you have a uh, Do you have an album out now, Bish? No, not right now. I have a MySpace page with music on it. Uh huh. You can go to look at that, and you can hear my songs on there. Yeah. But I'm just working. I've got like two movies at can, and I couldn't go because I have an audition. Oh God. Now it's a real, a really, it's a real disaster, Nikki. I had like a Dolce Gabbana gown, I had three that I was gonna fly with, and then I had a posing gown, 
and I was so excited, and I had all these outfits, and then I've been auditioning for this TV show, and I'm going in for, like, my ninth audition tomorrow. Ninth. Uh-huh. Well, of course, good luck, baby. eight, and no one can make a decision anymore. <laughs> well, listen, I'll, come, I'll come to L.A. after Hawaii. Yeah, come to L.A. You can come and stay, and I have a beautiful guest room. Okay, baby. What's your mind on stage? What? What's your MySpace page? Uh, MySpace.com slash Beachy Phillips. I'm sorry, you broke up there. What, what's the last part? Beachy Phillips, J-O-U-T-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. All right. All right, everybody check out the MySpace. Cool. Yeah, it's good. It's good. All right, Nikki, I love you. Do you have my number? I love you too, baby. Yeah, I do. I'll call you after. All after, right, call me after. Uh, All right. Bye, guys. Have fun. Bye, you, baby. Bye, bye. All right, bye. Bye. So sweet. You got it going on, man. I got a job, dude. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, we got uh, 818 and 561 on hold, so we're going to go with 818 first. You're with us. Is that Genevieve again? No, so. it's Darnell. But Bijou oh. Phillips sat right in front of me on an airplane when I was going to Vegas one weekend. And really? she's an adorable girl. She's an adorable girl. Oh, she's beautiful. Girl. I've known her since really, she was, really before pretty. she was born. And yeah. and I remember liking the way her hair looked so much that I was going to go like, who does your hair? It's fabulous. <laughs> but I didn't. I held back. I held back. Hi, Nikki. How are you? I'm well. Thank you. Good. So you do interior design and clothes and hair and makeup, and you don't yeah. know what you're going to do next. No. When I grow up, I'll tell you. I'll let you know. And you live in Portland? Yes, in a beautiful port- Portland, in, in a, an exquisite house with Jeannie and her children, and it's, it's quite beautiful and wonderful. Well, I have a and sister who's an agent who... Ha- who um, Works at this place called. Have you ever heard of Cloutier Talent Agency? You said in you don't Portland? have a book or anything. Cloutier Agency. Cloutier. Jeannie, do you know Cloutier Talent? Cloutier. Uh huh. Is that in Portland? No, no, no. It's in Los Angeles. Oh, oh Los Angeles. Oh, I was gonna. Say. <laughs> no, I was well, just gonna say you probably would if you got with an agency. You could probably do some like film stuff and and uh, right, you know. There you go. I'm just not sure. I'm not sure how serious I want to be though. You know? Well, there you go. <laughs> right now, I have I the ability. Right now, I have the ability to like sort of be a little exclusive. He with my time. doesn't want to work. He just wants to play with the pugs all day. There right. <laughs> Hello. Hello? Hi. No, okay. well, they're they're a pretty exclusive place. I mean, it was it was yeah. Hook him up. Stuff, but you will if he's interested. Um, I would. I would love it. Well, I'll see you in in Kauai and uh, and we'll okay, talk. Okay, please, and you'll you'll recognize me. I will. Yeah. I I don't think there's any pictures <laughs> around. I really want to see what you look like too. Oh, but I'll know. I was going to put a picture. I was going to put a picture up, but we didn't get it done. Oh well. Uh, so I'm sure I, I'll I have see a great you. one. I have a recent one with Todd. I'll try to put it on. Cool. Send it to me. I'll get it out there. All right. Well, I look forward to Kauai. Thanks for the tip, and I'll take all that info in Kauai. I know. Well, you've got a gig with Bijou, so you're you're halfway there. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Well, you take care, and I'll see you soon. 
All right. Bye-bye. Bye. See you, Darnie. All right. We got y'all kind of friends we're making for Hawaii. I know. So, this is be incredible. There you go. All right. We got a call. I believe this is Florida 561. Yeah, we go from Hollywood, California <laughs> into Hollywood, Florida. Yeah. Nikki, and I want to thank you for coming to Todd's party because, frankly, I was scared when he said that you get a badge of merit if you wear the same dirty T-shirt every day. I do that here at home. (laughs) I'm looking to celebrate. (laughs) Hey, I come from Palm Beach. How could I not have swimwear? (laughs) I know the Esther Williams collection. It's hard for me to hear you. Oh, Okay, it must be the uh, speakerphone. Okay, I'll back off a little bit. Is that a little better? Yes. What do you think about Doug's Rundgren Radio Todd Bobblehead doll? Oh, I I want uh, 20 of them for my mantle. And how are you going to dress them, Barbie or Ken? (laughs) (laughs) I think we should have the nude nude Todd tripod doll. Look what you're causing, oh. DJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> DJ, stirring it up. I have, yeah, well, you know, all this talk and conversation and all his buddies and insiders calling in, and then the mention of the cockettes. Yes. Well, my mother ended up in uh, Divine's mother's biography film. That oh, really? Released. Yeah, her co-stars are Mink Phil and J.J. Bullock. My 82-year-old. Oh, Who's your mother? Well, she's nobody famous. Just Frances Milstead uh, and her go to the same beauty parlor, and she took a liking to her, and she's included in the film, getting her hair all pumped up next to Frances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I took her to the screening, which was insane. I have not been to Wilton Manors in 20 years, and I didn't realize the turnover of that town. Have you been there recently? No. Well, instead of Kmart, they have Gaymart, and then they have the top and bottom shop where the male models are all stuffed in the pants. <laughs> and next to that is Humpy's Pizza. <laughs> Well, my mother, the original B-52, and I had a ball that night, but they were trying to figure out as we walked in arm in arm who's who. Right. <laughs> What's what? <laughs> What's up? What's but anyway, down? memory of the cockettes and divine boy, you know. I'm glad somebody knows about that stuff. Well. Cool. And it's not well, you weren't even born, Doug. It's I know. not one of Nikki's friends, either. I, I did my research. Todd fan. Todd, Todd, Todd. <laughs> Nikki I'm really you. having a hard time hearing you. Oh, okay. That, that's a sin, isn't it? Anyway, no, I'm a Todd fan, and I have that funky site called Hot Toddies. Hot Toddies, your site? Yeah. It's not a porno I'll site. No, Todd Rundgren's hot toddy. It's got, <laughs> it's got your, you know, and, and that I wouldn't consider that a peacock outfit. I'd say that that's more of, uh, how did that old English uh, limerick go? I'm not a, pe- a, a pheasant 
plucker. I'm a peasant <laughs> plucker's son. Uh-oh, I'm going to screw it up. Oh. I'm not a pleasant fucker. Well, I'm not a pheasant plucker. I'm a pheasant plucker's son. And when my oh, okay. son... <laughs> and the sun comes up, yeah. You anyway, I'd say that's more pheasant feather. EJ, do you have some good pictures of that on your site? Do I have what? That's, does EJ have good pictures? Do you have good you pictures have of that? Midnight special flicks. Uh, oh. uh, I guess that's Utopia Mach 1.2, the big mm-hmm. band, with Mogi and... Um, and Frog and Todd. That's Do you have Frog in the green outfit? Uh, he's got his green hair. Right, and the green outfit with the marabou boots. Yeah, he, and also, um, yeah, he's got his green hair. And we also have the uh, video of Todd. See, all this stuff was put on the web before YouTube existed. So right. it's been around a while there. And of course... A lot of people at YouTube just moved it on over there. But uh, also that, as I like to call it, the cosmic cowboy chaps. Yes. <laughs> the Italian, that... he's like an Italian comic clown in cosmo cowboy chaps. I can't figure that one out. <laughs> no, that was Carnegie Hall. We threw a 500, there were 500 orchids, there were, like 300 on stage, and then we threw 200 over the balcony. Hi, BB. And we threw to like a couple of hundred over the balcony into the audience. And at the after party was brilliant for that for that show. It was beautiful. I think what we have is footage from that um, Jimmy's European thing that they put on. Um, it wasn't the midnight special. We got other. Uh, other rock show they had in the middle of the night and back then. Uh, um. it, it's labeled whatever the heck it is there. But anyway, it'll be good to have you there and a little sparkle and flash among I'm all good. the week old T-shirts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to meeting you very much. All right. Okay, bye. Easy. It was nice talking to you. Bye. Nice talking to you. Bye. Okay, Doug. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, you're stirring it up. No, that's what Todd calls her. Eat. <laughs> but I mean, this is a great. This is great. You've really. Are you having fun? Done it. You've done a great job. Yeah, I appreciate it. We just all I do is just take the calls, man. All right, I got a question. I'm sure you're going to tell me you don't remember, but I want to know if you can recall a little bit about how you negotiated your pay for doing these outfits. And what you got paid, if you don't mind sharing, since that was 34 years ago, whatever it was. Oh, you might. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I was working for like 200 bucks a week or something. Yeah, that's probably yeah. 70. I think. I think I can't remember, but it's. I don't know. I mean, it was like you know. I didn't need money. I didn't need money. You know. Well, how'd you eat? I would DM. No, I don't know. I just can't remember ever. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just can't remember ever going to the bank or anything and yeah. doing all that. It was just. I mean, so I they just, you know, said, "Hey, we'll pay you two hundred bucks a week if you'll come do this for us." 
I well, I don't remember. I think it was like that. It could have been more. It could have been two thousand. I think I think it was like two hundred bucks or something. Yeah, and that was was that good money back then, or did it matter? No, that's <laughs> never been good money. <laughs> that was ne- that wasn't good money in eighteen seventy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I find things things worked out fine. I never even thought about it, you know. Yeah. I mean, always had the best clothes and ate in the best restaurants and everything. Well, you so could make your own clothes. You could cook. So yeah. I never had time. No, so y'all. I did like earlier on. I made stuff, but uh, I never had time. I got you. I always like you know big designer clothes. And jeans, you know, like I used to wear Saint Laurent and stuff, and you know. You spend all your money on clothes? Oh no, no. There were other things I needed money for. (laughs) (laughs) Did you put all your money up your nose? No. Never. No, 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 never. Mm, No. No one did. No one did. No, I just spent all my I spent all my money on clothes. Okay. Six four six seven one six nine two sixty. We have some lines open. You're listening to RunRadio.com. Our guest is Nikki Nichols, who made clothes for Utopia and the famous Peacock outfit. And we have also found out was an actor and a movie set designer, Whew. interior designer. You name it: makeup, couches, pug trainer. Does it all. Tell me something. Uh, hey, all right. I want you to tell me a story about Ty because I won't take a call for a second on my cell phone. All right? Okay. All right. You're not going to tell me a story? Somebody's trying to call in from New York. I'm trying to get him a call back because i got a suspicion who it might be. Um, yeah, so uh, you said we hadn't talked about Todd enough, so why don't you uh, give us some information? Oh, I just, yeah. I'm just so anxious to see, you know, he and the kids and all that. Yeah? And my arm's, like, falling off, so... Are we drawing are you, near the end? Uh, you don't have a earpiece? No. No. No, I changed I changed arms. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we only got about five minutes left. Okay. But uh and we we can wrap it up, but I'm trying to find out who this New York caller is right quick. Let's uh, see. I want to make sure we don't miss anything. Let's see they're playing telephone tag with me. Playing games. Uh, let's, take, somebody we know. let's take a little quick uh forty five second song break. That'll help. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we 
got another call. I hope he wrote that for them for Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> no, not 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 quite. But we'll pretend. Eight one seven. Hey guys. Hey. Hey, it's Stephanie from Texas again. Stephanie. Hi, Steph. Uh, hey, Nikki. Nikki, you're getting repeat calls, man. You're popular. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I can hear myself being repeated in my earphone. Um, Doug, you, you said it all when you told Nikki to do work for Todd. Yeah. You know, Todd's wanting all the work done, having a, a house built. Yes. Todd. Oh. Would love Nikki to do a bunch of work for him. You think? Yeah, well, I wouldn't know he would. Oh, I have before. I worked on Minkalo. And uh, anyway, he's having his, you know, his dream house. Then he would love to work work on, you know, maybe do some um, a poetry or, or you know, couch, a chair. Why do you think he invited Nikki to the party? It wasn't because he liked it. Oh, him. yeah, well, you're right. You know, you put up his idea. It wasn't because of the burlap lining on the costume, believe me. I to my house, and then somebody else called and said, oh, I need you at my house, and I thought, shit, everybody beat me. Uh-oh, I said that. Uh, everybody, beat me, everybody beat me to it. Yeah. I'm getting this call in one way or the other. It, oh, good. Well, thanks. We'll see what we can stir up. Yeah, Nikki's retired. He's not going to do any clothes stuff over there. I can tell already. Okay, well then, what are you going to do? Are you just going to hang party. out? Yeah, cool. hang out. Yeah, yeah. do the Hawaiian thing. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, tell me this, Nikki. Are you shocked that the Hermit of Mikalo is having this kind of party at his house? Am I shocked a bit? Yeah. Are you it's shocked like at all? Open, it's like open-faced Todd, Yeah. you know? <laughs> It's cool. It's very, it's, well, he's grown up, you know. Yeah. He can handle it. He can handle it now? Yeah. Very good. It's like what you said a while ago, you re- we don't remember, we we kind of remember, but we don't remember. Right. You know, back in those days. <laughs> 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 people kill me, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember, but I, I, just, I just don't remember. <laughs> That's I remember. what Nikki's been saying all night. It's, uh, I have convenient memory, yeah. you know. <laughs> okay, I'm letting you guys go. Y'all have a great right. evening. Doing thanks. a great job. Okay, thanks for calling back. Bye. <laughs> Man, you got it going on. All right, I got to play another clip because this is Hawaii related, and I'm gonna let you go because I know it's killing you. So I hinted previously. I am a um, resident of the 50th state of the Union, Hawaii. And of course, I had to learn once I got the island's old Hawaiian war chant, whole Hawaiian song. Everyone learns a Hawaiian song, at least one, when they when they move there. And I learned this ancient war chant, which I'm going to play for you now. Very first Hawaiian song that I have learned goes like this. <laughs> There's your theme song. You don't want to work. <laughs> I know. You want to think about it for seven more years. All right, yeah. we are actually out of time. I know your hands, your arms, killing you. I appreciate you coming on. We've had fun. Hope you well, listen, it. I would really, I really appreciate Doug what you've done, and it's wonderful and bringing all these people out of the woodwork. And I'll see you in Hawaii in 
completely look forward to it. All right, everybody. Now you know Nikki. Up, oh, got one more call. Hold on. Fifty-five Hello. seconds. Four one five. Four one five. Yeah, this is Perry. What's up, Perry? Perry. <laughs> hey, hey, hi, Nikki. Did you get, did you get my message? I, I did. That's funny. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Perry, do my last. Perry, do my last. <laughs> How is that? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> anyway, are you coming to Hawaii? Yes, I am. Of course, I'm going to be playing. Are you going to go? <laughs> oh, yeah. We have a house as of today. Fabulous. So, okay. I'm going to be staying in my green tent. You are? Yeah. You can come over and play with us. We have a well, toy pond in our living room and a grand piano. Perfect. Well, I also so, I might be I might be staying at uh, Todd's house, but who knows? Yeah. So oh, we're, we're very near. We're oh, very good. near. I'm so glad we're going to be there. Wonderful. And Doug, you're going to be yeah. there too. Absolutely. All right. Great. We're going to have a good and time. And everybody else that loves Todd Rungan. Are we on the air? Are we on the air? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's playing live, but it is being recorded. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, it'll be in the archives if it's not live, so be careful what you say. Nikki's been very Are we live tonight. still? Are we still on, <laughs> uh, we on the air? Yeah, it's still good. recording. It's still recording. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so people can come back and listen, so uh, you got to be careful what you say. Now, Nikki, apparently you didn't know there's going to be a concert there, and Prairie's going to be the drummer. And yeah, I guess. <laughs> Why don't you want to camp out, Nikki? Oh. Please. I don't know. I mean, this is camping out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the grand piano. Yeah. I just don't do public showers. I mean, you know. <laughs> Nick, little. It's a little late for that. Nikki, Nikki's <laughs> idea of camping out is a four-star instead of a five-star. Right. Yeah. Hey, hey, are you going to camp out? Well, I'll uh, be really? there. I'll be there all the time. I just need, you know, to have my uh, area. Yeah. Put your luggage and cook. Everybody's going to have a tent and a fabulous home. Right. Well, we can have both, darling. Really? We're extravagant. But we can have your tent in my home, our home, yeah. whatever. <laughs> okay. Are you going to be there? Who? Jeannie. Jeannie, yeah, she's coming. Oh, good, good, good. Jeannie and Sandy and Anna and the whole crew. Oh, Maybe the kids. We don't know. They're like they don't know yet. Uh-huh. So, so I didn't hear your interview. Did you um, talk about costumes and things? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Nikki, well, you can re-listen to it. I'm not going to tell you everything. No, 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 no. I'll re-listen to it. Yeah. Nikki's okay. pretending that his memory is lost, so he hasn't told us a lot. Convenient, of convenient memory, yeah. Terry. Yeah. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you continue to talk. I don't want to take up your airtime. Uh, we're done. So we're your last caller. Uh, we appreciate you calling in. Yeah, I love you guys. And I can't wait to see you. I love you, baby. Again. I'll see you later. I'll see you later. All right. All right. Aloha. Bye. Aloha. Yeah. I swear Ooh, I'd never Prince, say that. Everybody. Yeah, you got to get used to saying that. Prairie Prince on RunRadio.com. Call me and talk to Nikki Nichols. Nikki, you have been a very fun guest, and we look forward to seeing you in Hawaii. We do. And, Doug, you're, you're a prince among men, and you've done a great job. Well, I appreciate it. And, no, we, and I'll uh, see you in Hawaii. Definitely. We're going to be doing some shows from over there, too. So uh, okay. we'll have some fun with that.
All right. All right, man. Have a good Thanks evening. Thanks a lot. Thanks for everybody who called. It was great. I mean, it's really wonderful. Excellent. Thanks. Okay. Thank Say bye, right. Jeannie. Bye, Jeannie. <laughs> bye, <Jeannie. laughs> Mahalo. Aloha. Uh, can't wait to see you in Hawaii. Bye, babe.